This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Amid the re-upping of his Facebook ban, Donald Trump answers the question, will he run in 2024? Stay tuned for that. Uh, also, Kamala Harris says the solution to the ongoing border crisis is, of course, fighting climate change. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who is, I mean, I think the jacket is nice. It's nice. Army green? Yeah. It's, well, it's, Ready to go. you know, nicer than your usual, just the t-shirt. So you mess with me because I talked about your glasses? Is yeah, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for dressing up. Thanks nice. for dressing up for me, Jason. Uh, right? Also joined by filmmaker Ami Horowitz, back in the house. Very happy to have you here. So happy, so um, pumped to be back in Texas. Yeah. yeah, maskless. I love it. That's why I was going to say how how weird does it feel being here uh, amid a bunch of Neanderthals who just you know were just dying on the streets. Obviously, well, I don't wear my mask when I'm outside in New York, anyways. But yeah. the difference is I don't get mass shamed. Right. Nobody's following me, videotaping me, and putting on the internet and yelling at me that I'm some kind of crazy person. Yeah, I keep so I waiting like, for it to happen to me. I actually kind of actually missed that. <laughs> you? Yeah, I'm kind of a masochist. You, you know what's fun? Walk into Walmart, no mask, and just feel the freedom. It's so awesome. That, the first <laughs> thing I did after freedom. they lifted it, I did it and just kind of like stared at people and dared them to say something to me. <laughs> no one did, because no one really cares. The, the greatest part of that story is that I know that's not an exaggeration. Jason <laughs> yeah. Buttrell did exactly that I and stared you. at every, yeah. He stared at every, he stared them all down like, yes, yeah, say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, President Trump, Facebook actually upheld. They have their new oversight board that we've talked about on the show. Um, they have it's it's a panel. You'll love this. Very, very objective people. A panel of journalists, activists and lawyers uh, who, who uh, compile compiled together. They are the Facebook oversight board. They manage all of the appeals whenever something goes wrong on Facebook that you don't like. And um, very objective. They said that they would uphold the social media platforms ban against former President Donald Trump. Um, now, they did admit that this ban is um, the, it's vague. The, the actual part in there that's, that talks about banning figures. It's vague. It needs clarification. But nonetheless, they are upholding that ban against uh, President Trump. Um, so I, I do want to get into what he, what he alluded to um, on our friend Candace Owens' show. But, but let me first, I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen, on, um, you know, I know we've talked about it before on the show, but it, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they're all banning a former president. Facebook doubles down on it now. And I mean, it's not just an account of his. We've seen them take off interviews that people have done with him and they take it off because they just he just can't be on the platform. His voice can't be on the platform. His likeness can't be on the platform because it's just too scary, too inflammatory. Um, are we too far gone? Are we past the point of no return on this? I don't I don't think we're past the point of no return. I think there's steps that they can take to to fix this situation. 
the, the, the steps that the social media companies, Big Tech, are taking clearly don't work. So take, for instance, this little panel. Like, so it was created, I think, just to give Facebook a, a level of separation mm -hmm. so that they wouldn't really have to deal with these things anymore and we wouldn't be pointing the fingers at them. But this little group that they created, this board, what they, in a sense, did the way I read it was, hey, they didn't want to deal with it either, so they just kicked the ball back over to Facebook and said, hey, you guys deal with this. Right. Uh, I can see that kind of happening in a circular pattern indefinitely until nothing gets done. I really And they said so within six months they're gonna review it again. Yeah. Right? So, so what's gonna happen then? Right. I mean it's, it's it seems kinda stupid. Um yeah, I, I don't see this getting any better and let me first off I guess just say that I hate when this conversation comes up with the conservatives because it's so polarizing. And you'll get some conservatives, which I saw on Twitter, saying the Supreme Court should step in and do something. That's not a very conservative uh point yeah. of view <laughs> in in my case. Some people would say, well they need to be broken up. That's not really a conservative mm. point of view either, although I can see you making that argument. Right, like, but I can see how you're, you're there, noodling. But is this, is this administration the administration you want setting the rules on that? Oh, God. I don't want this administration setting the rules on anything. anything. Right, yes. exactly. <laughs> but it, it is a fascinating... Look, there are no good answers. That's why you have yeah. people over the board. Mm -hmm. There are no good answers. And the, look, the problem is the social media overlords control it all. I can, look, I see the arguments. When everybody says somebody makes an argument on either side of this, yep. I, I see yep. the argument. Same. But I see the flaws in this and there's no good solution look this oversight board which by the way is funded by Facebook right mm -hmm. 150 million dollar grant mm -hmm. um, it, it's almost all foreigners right so they don't have any kind of understanding of of, of our founding principles particularly when it comes with free speech right. where most of the world doesn't have the free speech allowances that we have you, you break them up there's two of the 20 people n two of them could be maybe considered conservatives right one or two I saw, including the Israeli, who's kind of in the middle. But the rest of them, if you look them up, they're, they're, they're liberals or leftists, mm -hmm. right? So what do you expect them to do? I mean, six months, by the way, is an eternity in these, these days, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Not to make this thing about me, although I always try to do that. <laughs> um, look, I have been, as all of us, I'm sure at some point, have been the victim of our social media betters pulling my stuff. They one time pulled one of my videos where I exposed open anti-Semitism at a conference at Duke and UNC. They, they banned that video. And only after I was, I tweeted directly at Susan Wojowski, whoever yeah. the, the CEO of Twitter is, and she then actually tweeted me back publicly and said, look, I apologize, I put it back on. But if I, luckily I had the ability to get her attention, otherwise, right. I mean, what's going on what here? Was their, what was their reason? Because I'm you were promoting, promoting hatred? I'm, 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 I'm a hater. For exposing it. Correct. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe there's anti-Semites. They don't want. I don't know what they mean. Right. They don't give real clarity on this thing. Right. It's yeah. cr it, it's it's crazy, man. Particularly when, when in my business, it, it just depends. We're, I'm so dependent on social media. Without that, like if I did an S1 to go public, my number one risk factor would be social media banning me. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, we can relate here at Blaze. I yeah. mean, we have. You know, that's why we're always trying to tell people. Please subscribe to Blaze TV because we don't know when is going to be our last day on YouTube, where a right. lot of people no, but, and you're are smart watching. To it. Build I mean, we have no idea. Yeah, to build, and that's what Daily Wire is doing. That's what PragerU is doing. Is building platforms separated, but then, but then again, they'll go after the 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 people who are who are hosting yeah. your content, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's where does it end? Right. Where does it end? Right. Go ahead, Jason. I just, so that just it, it makes. That when you say like we see the counter arguments when people yeah. are talking about this and how polarizing it is, when some you know conservatives will say, well then just go build another network, go build another YouTube, go you build another Facebook, you, can't, you, you cannot do you it can. at this point. They are that powerful. 
Like they, they have no competition. And so when in the Where past, do you when advertise things, it? Right. <laughs> and shut you down. In the past, when things like this would happen, like utility companies, you know, mm -hmm. like electric companies, uh, railroad companies, you know, when these things have been split apart because they were monopolies, the reason they became monopolies was you cannot have a monopoly without government collusion or participation in this to begin with. Mm -hmm. That's bare. That, that, that's the start. That's the root where it starts right now. And I think it's the same here. I think that they couldn't have gotten to the point to where they are without the government writing rules and regulations to help them get to where they're at right now. So, the, so my opinion is, well, let's go to let's let's start there. Mm -hmm. Let's delete their ability to, and we've all heard of Section 230. Let's delete their protections from being, uh, you know, basically immune to people going out and suing them. Right. I guarantee you, they'll figure it out sooner or later. Yeah, if not, they'll break themselves but apart. What that's going to lead to is they're just going to say, we don't want to take the liability at all, and they'll pull all content. Look, they, they experimented in Australia just recently pulling all political, any kind of political content completely. They stripped it from Facebook in Australia mm -hmm. as a test. They ended up reversing and going back. But they're toying with that. That's what you're going to lead to, which hmm. isn't going to solve the problem at That's all. That's like the Equality Act that happened, what was that, like in the, in the 1950s or whatever. They, they, were, they were required to have uh, in communications somebody on both sides. Well, eventually they were like, well, this is too controversial. We don't want to get screwed in the, in the, in the court. So we just won't talk about any of these issues Correct. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Look, the law of <laughs> unintended consequences, man, Yeah, that it, it applies yeah. here. It really yeah. does. That is. Um, all right. Let, let, so let's talk about the other part of this story, which is um, Donald Trump went on Candace Owens show over at the Daily Wire. Good friend of ours. I was actually on episode four of her show. Make sure to go check it out because like Ami, I, you know, I got to you got to promote yourself. Who else to promote you? Every once in a while. Um, but uh, President Trump actually joined her on um, her most recent show. And she asked him the question of whether or not he was going to run in 2024. Oh Here was his uh, answer. Are you going to run in 2024? And if so, can I be your vice president? <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Wow, what a good choice that would be. That would be fantastic. Trump Owens, uh, 24. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great, I would be, you, you would be fantastic. And, you know, I really appreciate the job you do and everybody does. Uh, the answer is I'm absolutely enthused. I look forward to doing an announcement at the right time. Uh, as you know, it's very early, but I think people are going to be very, very happy uh, when I make a certain announcement. And, you know, for uh, campaign finance reasons, you really can't do it too early because it becomes a whole different thing. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd give you an answer That's that correct. I think you'd be very happy with. But uh, so we are looking at that very, very seriously. And uh, all I say is stay tuned. All right. I said he gave an answer. I said he answered the question. I didn't say he answered it well. Okay. So, uh, you know, he kind of alluded to the fact that he was going to throw his hat in, but I think he gave himself enough uh, that if he decided not to, he still, no one could come back and say, well, you said you were going to run. I mean, he, he wasn't being enough, that cryptic. <laughs> of course he's going to run. You really think? Because Are I, you I, kidding me? Oh, I genuinely did not think he was going to run. I thought he was going to ride out the power of, of waiting yeah. and having people wait until he threw his hat in the ring. And he's going to go, I don't know, ride out that power. And then at the last minute say... You know what? I think you should. I think you guys should. Uh, he's got to chase. He's chasing the dragon, man. What? He is not chasing. He wants I mean, that hit again. Look at what he went through for four, five years of his life. Loved it. Oh. Loved it. Oh. Are you kidding me? It's so true, though. He what? really did. Didn't you know, he? relevance yeah. is like such gave a him life.
Oops, of course it did. Look, relevance is such an interesting thing. You, when you're, you're the most relevant person on planet Earth when you're the president. The day you leave office, maybe the day after the election, your relevant goes down to almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and he cannot abide by that. He has to get back in. And I don't know how I feel about it. Look, yeah. I, he, was, he was a great president, okay? Now, I don't think quite like my... I always say he's the greatest president since Reagan. Maybe even better than Reagan. Not quite where my mom is, where he thought best president since Lincoln. Not quite there, <laughs> but so do I want to see him as president? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But do I think he can win? I, I don't I don't know that the answer is yes on that. I really don't. Even though you see Biden, you know, imploding, right. he has just done a he's a terrible candidate. He's it a just, terrible candidate. It certainly feels like his name has been tainted. Whether or not that's fair or just is a completely separate argument, but it does feel like his name is tainted. I'm with you, Ami. I would love to see him as president again. I voted for the guy, so don't send me your hate mail. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him to be president. Well, I'm just saying I would love for a conservative to come in that could win that we also don't have to have the argument about. Right. Uh, it's, it's too easy to attack him. Uh, how it boils down to. They they have a reason to hate him. They have a reason not to vote for him. Um, I'm I'm all on board like a DeSantis or a Gnome train, something like that. I don't know about Gnome. I'm not sold on Gnome, but DeSantis There was the last thing with with the the transgender bill, bill, which which was concerning. Um, But beyond that, she was like a rock star. I'd, I'd like to hear more about that from her. But um, DeSantis seems like a rock star right now. I would personally love to see Trump as like a Don King of the GOP. Mm-hmm. You know, like he is the big promoter. He is like the guy that brings the butts to the seats and does these huge things. And I think he'd be awesome at that. I would also love a conservative in the White House that believes in, you know, cutting taxes and spending uh, also because what? that has not, that? I know right like the, that doesn't exist that's anymore. Cool that's a queen thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? So so cute. I'm an idiot for that's bringing adorable, it up. Adorable, <laughs> Jason. Don't you know you just print more when you run out? Right. What I, could possibly go wrong there? I, I like Trump. I like Trump too. I'd obviously prefer Trump over Biden or anybody else the Democrats had to roll out. But I mean, I'd love long game to go more back to like a traditional, you know, cut spending, cut tax or cut taxes, cut spending. Mm-hmm. More along those lines. I don't see anyone in the current. GOP doing that. And we, have a, we have a great bench. We really do. The Democrats yeah. really don't. They are weak. That's a great point. Weak. And we have we have a, a lot of depth to the people who I think can, would make great presidents. Yeah. That's a really great point. You know, you look at even their vice president, Kamala. I mean, she, she ran. I'm sorry. You mean the president? I'm, I'm, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> yes. The, the, the president in waiting, the person pulling the strings. I, although, I don't know. I feel like there's someone pulling the strings of both of them. But um, The most I, dangerous job in America is being Biden's food taster. yeah ain't that the truth but and we by the way we've got a great Kamala clip coming up um after the break I it's one of my favorites but I mean she got what like one percent of people who actually wanted her as president and she is now currently vice president which blows my mind that she was so unpopular now she's vice president so if even if it was her uh, oh. What are they all of a sudden oh. going to like her? Oh, she she was hated I during know. the primary, and then all of a sudden when she was picked as vice president, it was like, oh my gosh, let's yeah. do a story on her sneakers in Time Magazine. <laughs> I was like, oh, good gosh, people. Yeah, I think she's and she's only going to get continue to get more uh, more and more. I think disliked by the Democrat base. I don't know. What do you think, Ami? Before we go to break. Uh, no, I think she's helped herself. Really? Yeah, I think she's helped herself Democratic. Every base. time she gives an interview, I'm like, I don't understand why people love her. I just continue to hate her more every day. It, look, it's, <laughs> it's, she she is she has that advantage of being a black woman and an Indian woman, and that is you know that's like the Valhalla for them. That's all man. they care about. Intersectional bingo. She that's, won it. 
and she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, it's true. That's, that's all that they care about these days. All right, we've got a lot more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, we were talking about the dangers of big tech earlier this segment. Uh, a few decades ago, private citizens used to actually be private. Uh, but what's changed? The internet. All right. Think about everything you've browsed, you've searched for, you've watched, you've tweeted. And I'm telling you, you don't have to be someone who's like, well, I'm not looking at porn. I'm not doing anything bad. All right. Your data is still going to be crawled through, collected, aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. That is your record. And they're selling it. They're making money off of your private life, which is now exposed for others to see. Uh, so in an era where everyone uh, is online, everyone is a public figure, to keep my data private when I go online, I use ExpressVPN. I know a lot of people here use it as well. Um, ExpressVPN keeps everything 100% encrypted. So your private information, your searches, everything is your personal information. With ExpressVPN, uh, the connection gets rerouted through the encrypted server and your IP address is masked. Um, by the way, there's no lagging whenever you add it to any of your devices. You can add it to whichever, by the way, phone, laptop, smart TV, whatever you want to add it to. It doesn't make your programs lag. It is totally easy. You tap one button to get protected. Uh, you can go to expressvpn.com slash why get three months for free at right now at expressvpn.com. Those of you listening on podcasts, listen very closely. Y-W-H-Y, expressvpn.com slash Y. Back in a minute. Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but there is still a crisis going on at the border. She still has not yet visited uh, the border, but she does have the solution for the crisis. And it is, of course, you guessed it, uh, fighting climate change. Here's what she had to say. We want to help people find hope at home. And so we are focused on addressing both the acute factors and the root causes of migration. And I believe this is an important distinction. We must focus on both. First, the acute factors, the catastrophes that are causing people to leave right now, the hurricanes, the pandemic, the drought, and extreme food insecurity. And then there are the long-standing issues, the root causes. And I'm thinking of corruption, violence, and poverty, Not the lack problem. of economic opportunity, the lack of climate adaptation and climate resilience. The lack of climate. The lack of good governance. I mean, I, I just, it's really, really interesting that like every single, everything we can solve if we would just fight climate change. Every problem in the entire world can be solved by fighting climate change if you would listen to this administration. <laughs> um, but I... <laughs> I just have to say, like, I feel like it could possibly, alternatively, maybe we could solve it by just, like, telling them to stop coming. <laughs> I mean, I feel like maybe, like, take away the magnets and they'll just stop coming. I feel like it would really at least strongly reduce the crisis at the border. Am I off base here, That's Ollie? a good alternative theory. Okay, okay. Because when I go, and I go down the border, and I went, was embedded with the caravan, and I asked them, why are you coming? They go, it's too hot in Honduras. There's not enough shade. We have to, that's, that is not one of the reasons that they gave me. I'm shocked. I, for I, one, am shocked. I mean, look, you ask them why they come, and they're very honest. They don't yeah. hide the ball. They're like, there's more opportunities. They don't talk about, 
we can't eat. They don't talk about there's violence. They don't talk about any of those things. They say what is obvious and true, and I don't blame them. There is more opportunity in America. America is awesome. That's why they're coming here. That makes sense. But they do it because they know they can get... Who created catch and release? I don't understand. How is this possible at the process we have, even before Biden, yeah. is that you come to the border, we arrest you, we say goodbye, come for your court date. What is that? I don't. Yeah. I, am I crazy? Which, by the way, even under Biden, it's been so much of an influx that they aren't even giving them court dates a lot of the time. They're just releasing them into the United States. Just like, okay, here you go. We assume that we're going to pick you up at some point, and then we'll find out that you're here. Any one of them to want to come here? Not right, a single right, person. Right. And by the way, I'm a, I am a, a product of immigration. Of course, I love immigration. I wouldn't be living in this country if it wasn't for immigration, right? But legal right immigration, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's so obvious. It's, it's, it's just stupid to say. But Nothing yes, of course, we are. Look, when Biden says, guys. Now, the answer when you say uh, there, we have a crisis at the border is not, now is not the right time to come to flood our, our we, let's do it a few weeks or right. a few months. That's not the right answer. Right. The right answer is let's do it the proper way. Yeah. That's the right answer. There's yeah. one answer to that. If you come here and overwhelm our system, you will not be rewarded by being released into our country. Period. I feel like that, I mean, that would at least send the right message, right? At, I mean, now he's like, well, I mean, I do want amnesty for all of these illegal immigrants. So if you're here when we do it, you're going to be good to go. Wink, wink. Get over here. Oh, but don't come right now, please. So ridiculous. This One of the reasons why we cannot come together on everything is because there's just so stupid on everything. <laughs> climate change is the perfect thing. Yeah. Like all of us can agree on some level that climate change is real. Now, what, now the difference between how humans are, you know, making that worse or whatever, that's up for debate, right? But everything, they go to the extreme on everything. Uh, I heard them blame terrorism, Islamic terrorism. It's climate change's problem. Um, the <laughs> Racial fact, injustice is related to climate change as well. <laughs> right. Uh, the fact that someone from Honduras wants to work in Walmart is because of climate change. It's absolutely ludicrous, <laughs> but they're going to continue to run with this. And the second thing is, um, they're... Well, climate justice. Climate justice, Just so right. we're clear on um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the the fact that they think they can solve this by addressing, you know, the root causes at those countries. I'm sorry, that's not our freaking problem. Also, I mean, building do, their not country is money? not our problem. Yes, just throw, just throw more money at them; they'll definitely go away. Including in the Trump administration, they're acting like this is this huge. All of a sudden, brand new deal. Hey guys, guess what? We'll help them develop it. We've been doing that for eons. <laughs> Trump gave them what five billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. At first, he like he suspended it and you know for concessions, and then he gave them the money. This is already happening. So it's, I'm sorry, but it's not our vice president's job to go play unelected politician in these countries and say, let us figure out how to help you and make sure your economy runs better. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, and that's not going to address the issue, and that's not your job. Yeah. Um, well, so Vice President Kamala Harris was also spotted today. She was getting on a plane. Now, she, again was not going to go visit the border because she refuses to go visit the crisis that she actually has been put in charge of managing, refuses to go down there. But uh, she did get on the plane to go somewhere else. And uh, as you can see, her and her husband share a lovely romantic kiss with their masks on. <laughs> with, with their masks on. So that what was... That? Um, so that was something. That was something. Um, I... <laughs> I feel like there is like there should be 
I don't know. I feel like if you kiss with masks on, there's just something that that tells you about someone's IQ level. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I just can't. Am, am I? Am, is that too harsh I on me? Know, I don't even know how to respond. I know, right? They're, 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 they're married. They're always together anyway. They're maskless together anyway. There's so many anyway. jokes to be made, though. There's, Probably, you don't know that. Kissing confidence. <laughs> I don't know how to together. Okay, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe they keep their mask on, keep their clothes on at all times. We yeah, it's got to make you wonder. We yeah. don't know their life. I mean, I, that he, it just might be a layer of protection that Doug has to take. It, it's, it's so stupid for us to point this out, but the, everything they do is for appearance only. It, the campaign, COVID, was yeah, 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 because by the way, they've, they've been vaccinated as well. So, and like, everyone probably in that video <laughs> has been vaccinated. Yeah, it's yeah. Everything is an illusion. I mean, you've spent a lot of time with people uh, on the streets of what New York places it's where they get very, very upset about the mask thing. Uh, okay, and I look. It's, I, it's, I don't know if I'm a terrible person to say this, but I love when I drive those people crazy. <laughs> I just I, I, It's a short trip. Though. I enjoy it <laughs> so much to drive people nuts. <laughs> When I'm walking around in the park outside after being vaccinated with no mask yeah. and they just freak out. I'm telling you, today in New York, you n still 80, 90 percent of people in New York outside are wearing masks. That's incredible. It is insane. It is absolutely. And those they're all vaccinated. So so then have you asked them or have they given any indication? So when does it stop? Look, even I'm t I also even friends of mine who I looked, I, I have to be honest, I look at them a little bit differently, yeah. you know, and I, I really do. Yeah. And they're good friends. And I'm like, God, are you that crazy? The same things happen to like me. Like a lot of it, it bothers me yeah. so much. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't like where should look, there is no then there's literally no end to it. Then you should be wearing a mask a year, two years from now. And I, but I guarantee right. you people two years from now, I will say 25, 30 percent of our population will be wearing masks no. oh. full time. Two years from now. Yeah. Mark my words. I'm telling you. And uh, that might right. be a low number. Uh, yeah. That's depressing to hear. Well, I hope I hope you're wrong. I'm sorry, okay. but I hope you're wrong. Uh, all right. We've got a lot more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So it's funny because off air, I, the, the control room told me you have Built Bar next. And I said Built Bar. And Ami said Bill, ba Bill Bar. I remember him. <laughs> and I was like, no. But it's funny because there are so many people who listen to this and they think that I'm saying Bill Bar. It's not Bill Bar. It's Built Bar, B-U-I-L-T Bar. It's a protein bar uh, that you're going to love. Um, I know, uh, by the way, Mother's Day is coming up. I would just like to say um, to my husband, who's working in the control room right now, directing this show, that I just happened to see on my Facebook ads, because Facebook's listening, everyone. On my Facebook ads, a Built Bar uh, ad popped up and said that they have a new flavor out called Sweet Heat, and it's the chocolate with the jalapeno. So I'm just going to just if you just want to go get out your phone and just order me some, that would be great. So that's, anyone else. That's Sarah's nickname here at the Belize. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for something to get mom for Mother's Day, I'm telling you, if she loves chocolate, especially she's going to love built bars. They're healthy, but they taste good. It's a revolution in the world of protein bars. All right. It tastes like a candy bar, but you're eating something healthy. It's low calorie, low carb, high in protein, high in fiber. She is going to love Love it. They've got a ton of different flavors to choose from. Um, we call it a food cult here at the News and Why It Matters. I have created a food cult within the audience because so many of you are writing. They're like, we love Built Bar, but we kind of hate you because we keep buying more and our pantry's full of them. Haha, <laughs> welcome to my world. All right. You can go to builtbar.com right now. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order only at B U I L T, builtbar.com, promo code NEWS15.
MSNBC host Tiffany Cross, um, this is very interesting, uh, was referring to the uh, Tim Scott rebuttal after Joe Biden gave the joint address to Congress. I know, you know, we talked about this on the show, but he was very uh, criticized, heavily criticized by leftists to the point of, of course, being called Uncle Tim, which was trending on Twitter, which is totally not racist at all. All you guys. And speaking of totally not racist things, uh, Tiffany Cross said that um, Tim Scott is a token tap dancer, clown. And oh, wait, there's more. Here's what she had to say over the weekend. There were so many contradictions in the senator's speech that it was clear not even Scott believed the words he was speaking. I could go into great detail refuting each of his asinine points, but he did that for me. (laughs) And moreover, a lesson I've learned, don't argue with people Harriet Tubman would have left behind. And sure, Tim Scott has spoken out about his encounters with law enforcement, and he co-sponsored the anti-lynching <laughs> bill in the Senate. Like, but yeah. there are two sides to every token. Oh. So thirsty for white approval, this dude actually stood on the national stage to defend the voter suppression law in Georgia. But please, Senator, say more about how unracist the country is while you trot out that tired line about going from cotton to Congress to clown. Perhaps this was merely Senator Scott's audition to be Sam Jackson's understudy in the film Django. I mean, I just I love the fact that she is on a national television program talking about how oppressed she is and how Tim Scott is wrong. It's like you got like you're elevated to a great position. Tim Scott is elevated to a great position, but you're still going to lecture us on how racist the country is. Why would like why would you be hosting a television program right now if the country was that racist? Why'd you, why'd you cut off her video when she was about to refute <laughs> point by point? Oh Tim yeah, Scott. of course. Exactly. I, of course you I do could that? do it, but I just I won't, okay? Perfect Why ex- should I? Perfect example how the left argues these things. Yep. They'll make all these accusations and just tr- just trust them that you're a victim, yep. right? There is an oppressor and you're the oppressed. Just trust them on that. She was like, I could go through every single point. Yeah, that's what's needed if you <laughs> want to have an actual honest debate. We've got, we've got time, ma'am. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have time. But yeah, it, it doesn't come. It just does not come. Which that, you know, that, That's the reason why you get so many great videos, actually. Because the people, like in your last video, they just listen to this crap. Right? They just hear them say, just trust us about it. This is the way it is, with no facts and figures to back it up whatsoever. I make my bones on stupidity. You're right. That's, I make my living because of stupid people. So thank God they're professional idiots <laughs> like her who right. are doing this stuff, because that's how I make money. I'm I mean, you, just, okay? at the, just at the sake of the crumbling uh, nation, but it's fine. I, I wonder when they go to sleep at night, if they ever think themselves... Because we have to seek out racism, kind of means like it doesn't really. It, right. Out, it's not really it's out not there. It's not systemic, for sure. Of course it's, it's not. It's systemic. not institutionalized. Well, people have the. Oh, so you're saying that there's no racism, racism in America? Well, no, that's not what we're saying, but it's not, it's not like an overlying problem. Like, it's not a huge problem in America. Yes, there are racist people of every color, shape, and size. As a big time Jew, okay? Uh, a big time Joe. A big time Joe. Like a big time Joe. Band name. I'm coming in with you. <laughs> big <There> time Joe. <laughs> Does anti Semitism exist? Yes, actually, right. if you look at the numbers, anti Semitism per capita, there's more anti Semitism than, than, than anti black, anti Muslim, anti gay combined wow. per capita. Okay? Wow. So does it exist? Of course. Are we anti Semitic country? Not by a million miles. The mm-hmm. most non anti Semitic country on planet Earth. 
So the, the argument is, look, it's, it's a lovely, wonderful thing to feel like a victim. It really is, because it's not, everything is not about me. It's, all, it's not a me problem, it's a you problem. It's a wonderful, coddling feeling. There's no accountability. And there's no corrosive human emotion that exists more than being a victim in victimhood. And that is what keeps people down. Races, populations, entire nations have been kept down because they like to feel like victims. Doesn't matter whether you are a victim or not a victim. It's not even the point. Mm -hmm. The point is that when you feel like a victim, you will never progress. And I think we have a significant problem in the black community when it comes to that because the peop their leadership is, yes. has been preaching this for years yep. as the Democratic Party as a whole have been preaching victimhood to them. But the truth is, that I, I, if you ask regular old black people on the streets, black folks, black lay people, yeah. do you believe in this stuff? They will say no. Now, unfortunately, they will also support their leaders who are shoveling this. Right. But if you talk about, and I have, about voter ID or about white privilege, they look at me and they go, what are you talking about? What do I care about voter ID? What are, white privilege, think I worry about that when I wake up and take my kids to school? Of course not. <laughs> that's the, there's a huge disconnect between leadership and the population. And that's why we, we have an opportunity to, to win those people over. So I, I like that he said that, um, Jason. I like that Ami said that because, you know, like you hear, what's what's this lady's name? Tiffany Cross. You hear Tiffany Cross use the term and it just drives me nuts every time they say it. The voter suppression law in Georgia, right? The voter suppression law. And I'm like, that's not what this is. Stop. I know what you're doing. You're using the language to change the public opinion on this, and you know that it's not right. And then I hear Ami say this, and I'm like, okay, maybe there, it's not taking, right? Maybe there are more people who are really paying attention and, and in tune with what's really going on, because it's not just Ami. There are a lot of polls that I see that the average black person doesn't care about like, yeah, they're like, yeah, I, I support voter ID laws. Yeah, I want my vote to count more. I want it to be a secure and fair election. I've, well, we, and I think it actually showed up in the polls. You know, uh, they got a lot more of the black vote, mm -hmm. uh, a lot more of the Hispanic vote than they mm -hmm. thought that they were going to get. Um, I think, yeah, people are generally starting to wake up. I mean, it's only been, what, um, you know, like 50 years since uh, the great war on poverty. Right. Um, and eventually you would think you would start seeing some dividends from that, you know, great attack on poverty. Wait a minute, how come we're all still in poverty? Wait, why does it incentivize people to stay in poverty? Um, it, these are starting starting to be kind of, you know, uh, out there. It's not hidden anymore. People want to see receipts on when all of these democratic policies, which they will be ridiculed, like Tim Scott, uh, you know, for coming out and say there's another way. Mm -hmm. In fact, they'll tell you you're not the color of your skin if you come out against the all-powerful party. Um, I definitely think that there's there will be a backlash to that. I will say also that you know there there are some there are historically there are violent consequences for leftist rhetoric like this, for constantly telling someone that they're being oppressed, and that person right there is the person that's doing it to you. Yeah. They have what you don't have because they took it. Now you go take it. Look, I, I, I did a video in Minneapolis recently where I, that I we saw the con where they're saying to me we need to have a civil war we need to start yeah. killing white people yep. because this there be they, because look if I was in their position and I thought that tens of thousands of black people were being killed in the streets unarmed by police officers I would also want to get violent yeah. because they're being fed this lie by mm -hmm. their leadership and the mainstream media who continues to push this canard mm -hmm. uh, of 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 these uh, massive amounts of slayings happening on the street that of, co of course that's what the obvious consequence is yeah. but I love the fact that they they like to jump all over Trump saying you don't accept the the, the election results meanwhile there's a woman in Georgia who's dancing around with a tiara on her head saying I'm the governor of Georgia I'm the governor of Georgia <laughs> right, yeah, I mean yeah. what what have yeah. we 
have comments on that, yeah. of course. <laughs> That's a great point. By the way, before we go to break, did you see, you guys are going to wish that I hadn't said this, Stacey Abrams is like, they're like re-upping her romance novels that yeah. she wrote. Yeah. What? I'm it, sorry, what? Oh, Say yeah. Did I just blow your mind? Yeah, apparently she wrote yeah. romance novels. Why am I staying here? I'm going to go <laughs> read those things. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never <laughs> know on that note. Is that sexist? A little bit. So on that note, we've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. Mother's Day is this weekend, you guys. I keep saying this because I feel like sometimes men just need a little extra reminder because uh, you may forget. So you got to send mom exactly what she is craving this year. She does not want to cook. Okay, so do what my husband did and go get the Let's Go Grill package from Omaha Steaks. They've got everything that you could possibly need in there. They've got a bunch of butcher cut filet mignons. They've got a bunch of uh, Omaha Steaks burgers, which, by the way, my son is obsessed with every time we get an Omaha Steaks package. He's like, can you please make these burgers? Um, they've got apple tartlets. And right now they're going to give you a bonus of 12 more Omaha Steaks burgers for free. That's almost four pounds of free burgers. Yeah, that's a lot of meat, you guys. To top it off, you're going to get $20 off of your first order. Treat mom to the best steak of her life also and cook it medium rare because there is no other way to cook it. You can go to omahasteaks.com. Use the code Y in the search bar. So this works a little bit differently. Go to omahasteaks.com. Go to that search bar. Enter W-H-Y and you will find this Let's Go Grill package. You're going to get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers and $20 at checkout. And then you got to go cook that for your mom, for your wife, whoever the mother is in your life. I am telling you, she will love it. OmahaSteaks.com. Dr. Fauci uh, making the circuit uh, again, going on all of the talk shows to just blather nonsense, hoping that he extends his 15 minutes of fame. Um, a couple things. I don't have time to play both, but I'm sure everyone has seen by now. If you haven't, you can go to my Twitter. You can check it out. Uh, Dr. Fauci saying we are just in the bottom of the sixth inning against COVID. So just hang on because we're not we're not quite there yet. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't get don't get lazy now. And then also, uh, <laughs> Dr. Fauci, which I do want to play for you on the CDC guidelines for summer school uh, really being pushed on this the fact that you know they're kind of turning summer camps into basically outdoor prisons here here's what he had to say Given what research shows about uh, transmission outside, about the low risk of serious illness in children, are these CDC guidelines excessive Good for her. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't call them excessive, uh, Savannah, but I, they certainly are conservative. <laughs> and, and I think what you're going to start to see is really in real time, continually reevaluating that for its practicality. Because you're right. People look at that and they say, well, is that being a little bit too far right now? Yeah, because aren't the we supposed to be? We're, I mean, we've been told people have been preaching for a year. Follow the science. The science doesn't right. suggest those CDC guidelines are too sensible for little kids outside in 90-degree heat running around with masks. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you've asked me that question that. a couple of times before. <laughs> I'm asking for two kids named Vale and Charlie, age six and four. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, you're right. The CDC makes decisions based on science. They will continually reevaluate that. You're right. It looks a bit strict, a bit stringent. 
But that's the reason why they keep looking at that and trying to, you know, reevaluate literally in real time whether or not that's the practical way to go. Literally in real time, except the fact that we know and we've known for a very long time that kids are not susceptible to this, generally speaking, that outdoors, it's not there's not a real danger outdoors. And still he laughs when they talk about the fact that we're still masking children, he laughs. It's funny. It's they, somehow funny to him. They have a year's worth of scientific data on this. Mm-hmm. They know by now that in kids in real time, schools, though, Jason, in real time, they've, they've got to look at this and, and make the decisions. This is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, obviously, they're not following science. They, they were supposed to be the administration of science, mm-hmm. right? But then they just showed that the CDC was taking tips from teachers' unions right. on how they should word certain things or guidelines. That they should. So who's really controlling it? Is it the scientists or is it the Union. Well, the head People. of the CDC, Randy Weingarten. Oh, no, wait a second. <laughs> she had a Sorry about that. I, I mean, could see how that would be confusing. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's just so the fall of science has become a running joke, right? Yeah. It's, become, yeah. it's become laughable. Um, and to us, but there's still a lot of people who say that. Wear your damn mask. Follow the science. I, I know. And it's, look, at this point, reality doesn't make you you can't try to explain to them they will not listen to you. Mm. If you wanted a, a better endorsement, to say people don't get a vaccine, you listen to Fauci, right? Yeah. Why yeah. would I want to get a yep. vaccine yep. if I continue, I have to continue living the way I have for the last year and a half? My calculation, bottom, you know, bottom of the six, puts us another seven months. Okay, seven months of this crap. I mean, this is insane. You know, I, you know in, I'm sure you don't have it in Texas, but in New York, the most popular T-shirt that people were wearing for like a year was was trust in Fauci. That was a no. T-shirt. Yes. Oh my trust God. in Fauci oh. or believe in Fauci were yeah. T-shirts people were wearing, okay, oh. as they were double-masked, running in the park like a bunch of fools. Yes, that is oh, a thing. No. That is a thing. Uh, the CDC has become oh. so political. You know, the, I lo- again going it's back. Depressing. Go, I hate to go back to Trump, but when they kept saying he politicized everything, the CDC has been nothing yeah. but politicized by this government. Right? It has done nothing but not follow the science. It mm-hmm. is. It has become so frustrating. And again, you guys, you're not. It's, I don't want to, you know, bang on you guys, but you live in a place where you live in reality. I don't. I live yeah. in a place where people are. This is where in L.A., New York, they're all masked up. Right, you, you, people still don't want you to approach them or walk up to them or, or ask when you order something. They're, they're, they, they walk back from you. I mean, this is what I have to deal with in the real world. You guys luckily live in a place where you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Hey, what's weird is in Texas, you still see primarily people wearing masks in like pla- in places, like in business places. I have not. I th- I've seen well, more, more and more people I are go. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see more finely open faces, but right. people by and large on their own, you know, are still they're making the decision on their own, which is pretty much what we called for from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, the thing on the vaccinations, it's hilarious. Just on human nature alone, if they would have just said, we got this vax, it's really good, you know, use it if you want to. It's 90 percent effective. Right. Done deal, 350 million people would have probably gotten them that on day one. If you tell people you must get this vaccine, you're going to have to do it, or blah, 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 hysteria. Oh, well, we might do pa- vaccine passports. Or so vaccine passports. get it if th- you ever want to travel. Well, thanks a lot. You just guaranteed I'm never going to get it because screw you, right? <laughs> if you tell me I have to wear a mask and it's not my decision, congratulations, screw you. I'm not doing it, and I'm going to go and wag my tongue in everyone's face just out of spite of you. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I, it's what kind of freaks me out about the, the youth of the country. 
you know, we used to be the, the that used to be the rebel it's age, true. right? Yeah. That was like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm rebelling. Forget you, mom and dad. But nowadays it's like, okay, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. Right. You know, and like shame on you for not complying. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like accepting it. All just all I, I don't kids get with it, man. <laughs> get with it. <laughs> we got to take a break back in a minute. <laughs> I tell it my kids that. rebel. All right, don't forget to go wherever you get your audio podcast. Search for the news and why it matters. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Give us five stars because we obviously, do, I mean, we deserve 10, but you can only hit the five. So just hit the five. Give us a review. Uh, if we particularly like it, you may see it featured on the show, like the one today from Shorty Marsha. Uh, I expressed my love for this show and was called on Twitter a conservative. Obviously, since I live in Missoula, I'm not from here, and it was the first time being called a conservative. Not sure if that's bad. <laughs> Either way, I love this show. Refreshing, and there are many of us frustrated with media. This show speaks for many of us, and I am thankful for the information. Thank you so much for watching, Marsha. Uh, we've also got one from Walter Mitty. I like to party. Five stars. Best news on, oh, and I was a stripper and Sarah the baby is yours. <laughs> I don't know if that, you know, we were talking about follow the science. I don't know if that works. I want to meet that person. <laughs> <laughs> well, he likes to party, like apparently. So, <laughs> okay. All right. Funny, funny. Okay, you got me. Uh, don't forget also to go to Blaze TV. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. We don't know when our time is up on Big Tech, on Facebook, on YouTube, wherever. So make sure you go to blazetv.com, use promo code NEWS, and go find Ami Horowitz on social media. Check out his videos on YouTube. They are amazing. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.